What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Apologia TV. You guys can get more at ApologiaRadio.com. I'm Jeff Durbin. They call me the Ninja. That's Luke the Bear. What up? Right there, another fellow elder at Apologia Church. Again, you guys can pick up all of our stuff at ApologiaRadio.com, but you can also go to YouTube and check out Apologia Studios, and you can get all kinds of delicious content there, television pr programs. You can get uh, some uh, very, very uh, warm and delightful uh, events. <laughs> Evangelism videos and just amazing, amazing scrumptious things. I'm trying to make my wife as uh, irritated as, as I possibly can. She hates it when I use tasty. You miss tasty. Tasty language yeah. for um, our videos and content. So uh, very uh, exciting show today because uh, we have our friend Greg Scott uh, with the Alliance Defending Freedom. And uh, it's an exciting show because uh, Greg is right in the middle of a lot of stuff defending religious freedom and uh, Christians' rights in society and a lot of different things. And everybody knows, if you've watched Apologia Radio or TV for any length of time, uh, we are all about being salty. Yes. And we are all about being light. And I think a lot of the work that Alliance Defending Freedom does is uh, very much about preserving uh, culture mm -hmm. and, and being salt yeah, in that way. And so, um, Greg, welcome to the show. Gentlemen, thanks. Uh, so great to be here. Absolutely. So, Greg, why don't you let everyone know about uh, about you, about yourself, your work with Alliance Defending Freedom? Sure. Much more important than me is the work of Alliance Defending Freedom. Alliance Defending Freedom is a legal alliance defending your right and my right to freely live out our faith. You know, living out your faith without government interference has been a given throughout most of our history. Right. But right now, it hangs in the balance. The attacks on religious freedom on freedom of conscience, on free speech, on the sanctity of life, and on marriage and the family are at a fever pitch right now. We are really at a hinge point in history. Right. You know, most people like to think, whoever, you know, is living at their time in their place likes to think, well, you know, this is the time in history where everything is changing. But I think we have a really good case to make that that is true. Because again, things that were assumed for many, many years throughout our entire history, throughout American history, that uh, we could freely live out our faith, that we could practice our faith, that we could worship publicly, privately, without intrusion by the government and without punishment by the government um, is something that is evaporating right now. And we really have to uh, watch our backs. And that's what Alliance Defending Freedom is here for. We advocate for the right to freely live out our faith. And um, we do it for free. We have a staff of nearly 60 Christian attorneys. And yes, that is a wow. real thing. I know attorneys that are christian, christian. lawyers it's possible <laughs> no it's it, it's true yeah. and you know how christian they are they do all their work for free wow because what the clients that we have are mostly people who have been um who have been approached or attacked by government and their right to freely live out their faith is being threatened by government and who can stand against city hall mm. well you can now because you have the free legal services of wow. alliance defending freedom so whether it's a florist in washington who has the attorney, state attorney general and the ACLU coming after her, whether it's a baker, a cake artist in Colorado who has the ACLU and a the state coming after him. The ACLU is the uh, anything but Christian law union. Go ahead. Right. The American Civil Liberties Union. <laughs> right. And you know what? Alliance Defending Freedom was founded in part as an antidote to the ACLU. Yes. That's right. An antidote. Oh, okay. Right on. Um, the reason why groups like the ACLU and their allies were so successful for so long in a court of law, wasn't because they had better arguments, wasn't because they had better lawyers, it's that they had, open, they had an open field to run on. So they were scoring touchdowns with no defense whatsoever. Mm. 
The American Civil Liberties Union was founded in 1920 by a guy named Roger Baldwin, who was an avowed communist. Mm-hmm. You know, Planned Go Parenthood was, was founded by Margaret Sanger, an avowed eugenicist. So re- yep. real, real, great, uh, real great history for our friends on the Third left. Pedigree, yeah. <laughs> right. So for nearly three quarters of a century, from 1920 till 1993, when Alliance Defending Freedom was founded, there was no there was no opposition really in the courtrooms and really mm. as they were populating the law schools and other elite institutions there was nobody to come in and say hey what we fought and died for what our ancestors fought and died for in this country um, is not being reflected by the court decisions and um, other uh, and other things happening in the culture that the ACLU and their allies are um, are are trying to uh, are trying to achieve so in 93 a group of christian leaders got together and said we need to do something about this. We need to stand against these groups that are that are eroding our freedom uh, through these elite institutions. Excellent. So, what exactly do you do? Uh, I know you're involved with media. Right. Right. Um, I, I'm vice president of media communications at ADF, and what that means is um, we handle handle the forward edge communications for Alliance Defending Freedom. So, the stories that we need to tell. Uh, so people understand what's really at stake for their freedom or for the future of freedom in America. Mm. That's what our team handles. So we tell the stories of uh, of clients. Uh, we try to um, translate Latin into English for a uh, for a popular audience. Meaning, I have to make attorneys not drop uh, Latin bombs on TV, so yeah. everybody knows what they're talking about. <laughs> uh, so we do. I, I engage uh, radio, uh, television, uh, print, web. And I also do a lot of training for these attorneys so that when we're, when we're telling the story of the future of freedom in America, we're telling it in a way that people can understand so people understand what's at stake and so that they take action to defend their freedom. Yeah. Well, that's a significant awesome. detail just in that particular point, right, Luke? I mean, just the, the fact that we have an organization that is uh, taking action and encouraging others to take action mm. because we've, mm. we're in a, a time that we have such cultural disengagement mm-hmm. uh, in, in the church. And I think that that has is, that is affected so much because I think many times people make the case that, you know, it's, it's about the gospel. It's about the gospel. It's about the gospel. You know, we're not looking at re- redeeming culture or changing culture. And I want to say, well, Jesus I think had a different perspective and when right. he says be salt and light yeah. uh, but be that as it may that discussion is a whole other dis- whole other discussion however I think that we can see now I think the bankruptcy of that kind of thinking in terms of Christians our neighbors the ones that we're called to love really suffering really under the boot of big government and uh, a culture that is so hostile to Jesus and to his message um, we were at uh, in, in Nashville uh, recently at the NRB conference yes. and at the NRB conference just in God's providence we ran into the two couples that are like the the, the image of, of what all this means in our culture. We ran into Dick and Betty. Um, they, they were the, the couple that um, had the um, wedding chapel, wedding chapel uh, lost it. Yes. Um, and uh, we also ran into um, Melissa and Aaron with um, Sweet Cakes by Melissa. Right. And uh, these, these are people that love Jesus and they just lost their businesses and were crushed as a result of, I think, cultural disengagement, but also as a result of a very, very active and hostile left and unbelieving community that is quite willing to engage in these fights. I mean, they're ready to do it. Right. The ACLU is ready to lay oh, their yeah. lives down for what they believe in. And I'm just happy to see that we have an organization like Alliance Defending Freedom and people like you that are in this fight. And uh, praise God that it's uh, accessible to people and they're able to get the representation that they need. So here we go, guys. Be right back. We're going to talk about more what's going on in the culture with our buddy Greg Scott from Alliance Defending Freedom. You guys can get more at ApologiaRadio.com. 
Jesus Warner with the Paul G. Radio. I want to ask for y'all good friends of ours to go on and click that button there and become my friends on the book face. Facebook backslash Apology Radio. Become my friend on YouTube. That there uh, twerker. The twerker. I want to I talk to you on the twerking. And send me out a twerk. What? Wait, what? Twitter. Apology Radio on Twitter. I also want to tell you we talk about apologetics and theology. And we do a lot of swing dancing, and we make a delicious chicken gravy. ApologiaRadio.com All right, guys, we are back now. Apologia TV. Encourage you guys all to go to uh, ApologiaRadio.com. You can sign up for all access. That's where you guys partner with our ministry, Apologia Church. And um, you, you join with us in getting the good news of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. And you join with us in providing a defense of the Christian faith. And so that's what you do, ApologiaRadio.com. You guys get all the additional content there when you guys are all access. We're back with Greg Scott, our buddy with Alliance Defending Freedom. And uh, Pastor Luke wants to play a clip. And, uh, and we're going to learn a little bit about what's going on. Geneva gonna believe this video. Geneva gonna believe it. <laughs> Geneva College was founded in 1848 under the motto Pro Cristo et Patria, for Christ and country. They've lived these principles since its beginning, including helping escaped slaves through the Underground Railroad. In 2016, the school is again fighting for justice before the United States Supreme Court. In 1850, the Fugitive Slave Act was passed, which said that slaves uh, escaping to the north had to be returned. If they were caught, they had to be returned to their owners in the south. While the Reformed Presbyterians and Geneva College faculty, students, for the most part, were very opposed to that, and they thought it was wrong. And so um, they did all they could to help the slaves. The president of Geneva College even hid slaves on his own property. The um, Covenanters were so sure about their position that slavery was wrong, according to the scriptures, that they felt their first obedience is to God and then to man. And so they were obeying God first. Meanwhile, students smuggled slaves by wagon on their way to freedom in Canada. And there's one incident that's told of 13 slaves were in the wagons and they were covered up and the, um, the students had their guns. So they were kind of intimidating. If anybody would stop them, they'd say, you know, well, we're just hunting. Ha -ha. And the um, people would leave them alone and they would go off. Following the Civil War, Geneva College didn't abandon its justice and mercy mission for slaves and former slaves. Geneva didn't drop them then. They went on and they, they founded the Freedmen's College. They said, we want to educate you. We want to help you. You are valuable people. Geneva was also on the cutting edge in women's education. The female um, seminary was in a way giving equal rights to the women to have an education. Geneva College's mission to serve God first, then country, is its DNA. The college motto for Christ and country is 
very uh, indicative of what the, the history of the college is. Today, the Geneva College motto for Christ and country is as meaningful as it was in the beginning. The Obama administration's HHS mandate insists that Geneva College provide abortion-inducing drugs in its health plan. To force um, Geneva to do something against the life that God gives, I think, it's, I think it's wrong because every life matters. If God gives life, every life has a purpose. If you have a pulse, then you have a purpose. Mildred Johnson, a Geneva alumnus who now teaches criminal justice at the college, says freedom is not for the government to give and take away. But to have someone say that you will do this or you will do that, I feel it takes away my freedom and I've worked too hard to be free. My opinion is valued equally. Celia Harris, a senior at Geneva, says religious convictions can't simply be set aside because of a government edict. It's not necessary to us. We don't need that. And it goes against religious beliefs. It goes against um, what God deems as being life. And to take that away and to have the opportunities to take that away goes completely against our mission of who we are as Christians, as students, as a Christian body united together. It is madness. Our founding fathers would be rolling in their graves. Sophomore Olivia Moore wrote a letter to Alliance Defending Freedom, the nonprofit legal group representing Geneva College, for free at the Supreme Court. Kindly let them know that they are being extremely unconstitutional. As Americans, even from the birth of our nation, like we felt called to stand up for what's right and to stand against tyranny. And if we don't take a stand for it now, like who will? Geneva provides comprehensive coverage for women. Sue Thompson says the school's health care plan reflects Geneva's deeply held religious beliefs about the value of every human life. When it comes to contraceptives, there are 20 that the Affordable Care Act mandates. Of those, we provide 16. There are only four that we are not um, willing to provide, and those are the abortifacient drugs that would end a, a child's life um, in the womb. It's not about access. Um, it's about our beliefs and the sanctity of life. Geneva College has a long tradition of standing against government injustice and inhumanity, as they did when they came to the aid of escaped slaves on the Underground Railroad. Today, Geneva College is telling the government that it cannot treat human beings as less than human. And it certainly can't force a Christ-honoring institution to do so under the threat of fines and punishment. Geneva says the government mandate is unlawful, unjust, and unnecessary. Their hope is that the Supreme Court will restore justice by upholding freedom of conscience and freedom of religion for all Americans. There is great support for it. Most people are very proud that we're taking that stand and standing up for what we believe in. All right. So a uh, long clip, but uh, I think helpful. So let's talk about let's talk about all of that content. You know, the case that was argued at the Supreme Court yesterday, Zubik v. Burwell, uh, you might know it as the Little Sisters of the Poor case. OK, uh, it really sums up what Alliance Defending Freedom does and why the role we play on the legal side um, is is so important. Religious institutions for most of American history have been able to operate as religious institutions. But now we've got the federal government, the Obama administration saying a Christian college has to provide abortion inducing drugs yeah. in their healthcare plans, otherwise be fined out of existence. Hmm. We're talking, if they don't provide these, uh, these uh, objectionable, uh, objectionable drugs and devices, they could be fined in the millions of dollars. Wow. I'll go back to the Little Sisters of the Poor. You've got these elderly nuns who, well, mostly elderly nuns serving the elderly poor. 
if they don't provide nuns, if they don't provide abortifacients in their in their health insurance plans, they could be fined up to seventy million dollars <laughs> a year. Okay, <laughs> and this is it is it is unnecessary. It's unjust and it's unconstitutional to force religious organizations to abandon the very faith that drives them to provide the types of services that these nuns that uh, an organization of priests that are up there also and all of these Christian colleges do for their neighbors and for the Lord. And you, you just saw the story of Geneva College. They were founded. Um, they were founded in the mid 19th century and they were instrumental in the Underground Railroad because of their belief in the dignity of all human life. Mm -hmm. They helped escaped slaves to freedom in Canada through the Underground Railroad. The same faith that drives them to do that is the faith that drives them to not participate in the taking of innocent human life. Right. The government has never interfered with Christian institutions in this way, but insist on doing so right now. And uh, we're up at the Supreme Court um, fighting this case, just like we did uh, in the uh, Hobby Lobby and Conestoga Woods specialties case. You guys were in on the Hobby Lobby case. That's right. Conestoga Woods specialties was the uh, Mennonite woodworking company that was the co uh, that was uh, co plaintiff in that. So uh, yeah, both of these cases, Alliance Defending Freedom, litigated directly, and we won the last case, okay. and we're hoping we we win this case. So as maybe well. I'm not sure even if you can answer this sure. uh, for us. And uh, how how come we can have that case won? The Hobby Lobby case, that, you know, it was popular. Everyone knew that was going yes. on. How, how come this is still a discussion? How, how come this is still happening? It, it, Jeff, that is a great question. The Hobby Lobby case dealt with private corporations. Okay. Okay. This case deals with private religious organizations, nuns, and Christian schools. Okay. The twist in this, uh, in this plot is that the government said, okay, you're kind of religious, so you've got to sign a form and we'll accommodate you. So it's this two-page form. The first page says, uh, we object to providing uh, abortion-inducing drugs in our health plans, which would be great because then therefore you're exempt. But there's a second page that makes these same people direct their very same insurer or third-party administrator, go ahead and provide these drugs anyway through the same plan. So they are complicit Right. In providing these abortion inducing wow. drugs. Sneaky. Even though the government says, no, 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 we've got, you know, it, it's, it's a shell game. It yeah. is a sham. It's not an accommodation. Right. It's really an alternative compliance mechanism that they make these religious groups go through. And it's completely unnecessary. Sure. Because the government, uh, not that I would agree with this, but the government can provide these drugs either through the healthcare exchanges. Hang on to that, that thought right there. Be right back, guys, right. with more ApologiaRadio.com. If so what is a philosophically devastating critique of your worldview, it is not a worldview you should hold on to any longer. Virginia Tech, 2007. So what? 32 children, kids, students are killed. So what? Andrea Yates, 2001, killed her four children. So what? No, we're not baby eaters. So what? All right, guys, back with Greg Scott with Alliance Defending Freedom. Um, so it's, it's, it's really just such a compelling moment for us as Christians in this nation, a nation that, um, you know, nine of the 13 colonies had state churches when it began. I mean, they, they would point to the law of God in the early uh, uh, law texts, you know, and uh, such a significant change and uh, has a lot to do, I think, with the witness of the church and 
Um, a lot of answers can be given, but uh, here we are. Now here we sit in a time where uh, initially you have the private business, Hobby Lobby, going after them. Uh, they don't want to provide these, um, these, these drugs and these services because of what they um, affect. And now we have a religious organization under attack as well. And, 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 and the fact that the government can be coming after a religious organization in the way that they are and manipulating the process in such a way, as you mentioned, a shell game, uh, by really still making you complicit in the process. Um, what, do, what do we do? I mean, where, where does this end? Uh, is, is, there, is there an end game for ADF um, at this point in the sense that when we win these particular cases, we're done and we no longer have to respond to this? Is that where we're at right now, that this, this, this moment is so big that if we lose these cases, that it really creates now a ripple effect that we can't pull ourselves out of? Uh, Jeff, we're never done because the other side is never done. Remember that to uh, to the secular left, that elections, cultural victories, that is their eschatology. What they're going for is their name on uh, their name in a book by a New York Times writer or their name in a conference room you know, at a library or something like that. Right. I mean, we're concerned with our name in the book of life mm-hmm. right. and our our place in, you know, in the mansion with 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 many rooms. Yes. So we're operating on a completely different assumption than they are. But that's no excuse for disengagement. You mentioned before, what has disengagement got us? It got thing. It, it got us where things that were just assumptions before. Well, of course, I don't have to um, do a floral arrangement for a same sex wedding. Well, of course, I don't have to create cake art to celebrate a same-sex wedding or to photograph a same-sex wedding because the phrase same-sex wedding would have been absurd. But now it's a given, and now it is a given that you must participate in these things. Otherwise, you face severe punishment. One of our clients, you, you mentioned the Odegaards and the Kleins earlier right. from, uh, from Iowa and from Oregon. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got a lot of these cases. Those aren't isolated incidents. Right. Uh, our florist up in, uh, up in Washington, Baronelle Stutzman, she was literally minding her own business when a man walked in who she had served for nearly a decade. She knew he was gay. He knew that she was a Christian. It was never a problem. They were good friends until that one day, right after the state of Washington redefined marriage to include people of the same sex. He walked in, asked if she could do the floral arrangement for his wedding to his, uh, to his partner. And she politely declined and gave him references to three other shops. Well, the guy walked out and his partner complained on social media about it. The attorney general of the state was prompted by those social media posts to come in and sue Baronel Stutzman. So you have a 70-year-old grandmother with many, many grandchildren who owns a shop that was, run, that was founded by her mother suddenly in the crosshairs of the all-powerful government with really nowhere to go. Wow. So that, I mean, that's the, that, that's the level of aggression that we're dealing with right here. So um, no, it's never over. Even when we have Supreme Court precedent, even when we have good laws, uh, no matter what, the other side is always going to uh, always going to come at this to win, and we've got and and we've got to um, uh, we've got to answer that. I think it's a powerful way to put it. Um, we say it often. Um, it's almost like you listen to our show. Hmm. Yeah, um, so, uh, <laughs> that could be. Yeah, that's, the uh, the es- their eschatology is is that they are looking to inherit the earth. That's right. 
And uh, Jesus says the meek shall inherit the earth. And the story in scripture is it's the righteous who inherit the land. And, and, and I, we, I think we, we've lost that. And there's so many answers as to why, just in terms of what, God's, uh, what God sees our role as, what he calls our role to be in the world. And I think so many times we see ourselves uh, in terms of escape. We need to, we're going to escape. And if it gets bad, you know, okay, but, you know, we're just going to escape anyways. Well, they don't think like that. The left doesn't think that way. Mm -hmm. They see themselves, and you put it perfectly, their eschatology is here in their future. And so they work for that. And uh, the great consequence us, consequences of, um, of us uh, thinking in the way that we have is that we have precious 70-year-old grandmothers you know, who are just trying to run a business That's right. who are being crushed. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I would, I would follow Baronel Stutzman into battle one Baronel Stutzman <laughs> rather than 2000 mega church preachers who say, just, just do the flowers, just do the flowers and, 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 and love people. Right. Cause you're not loving people when you're allowing them to, to live a lie and to not, um, uh, you know, to not uh, counter that with the love of Jesus. What she did with this man was loving. And he even admits that. Mm -hmm. Yes. He even admits that yeah. it was the attorney general of the state. And then the ACLU swoops in wow. and says, we will represent you now because at that point they, I guess they say, well, I have to, I have to sue her now. Yeah. And keep in mind that this isn't just, um, you know, her, you know, involved in some litigation that's not really going to uh, impact her life all that much. No. In fact, if she loses this case, she can lose everything, wow. her business, her house, her life savings her dog oh my goodness because i saw didn't my they goodness. go after her personally not just after that's her right business. yeah that's right they didn't just go after her corporately but personally as yeah. well which oh, means that these legal fees that can that can get up into the seven figures because lawyers aren't cheap except our lawyers they're free <laughs> um <laughs> this can ruin her yeah just for saying on one day for one event i can't celebrate same-sex marriage but the state says you must and if you don't, you'll pay. Unbelievable. You know, it's, it's easy, Luke. It is so easy for people to be indifferent towards this or to act jaded right. to the whole situation until, until you stand in front of the old guards yeah. or the Kleins or you are sitting next to this precious woman who's just trying to be faithful to God and um, stand on her principles, you know, it's easy again to dismiss it all and say, oh, well, you know, it's not our responsibility. And, you know, uh, but, but when you sit in front of these real people um, who are being hurt, um, it's, it's not easy to, um, to dismiss when you've, when you've sat with them and you've put your arms around mm -hmm. them and those sorts of things. So, okay, so we, we're always encouraging believers to get into the fight with the gospel, standing on the word of God, how do people get a hold of you guys, support you guys briefly? I, I appreciate the opportunity to share that, Jeff. You can go to adflegal.org, okay. adflegal.org. If you want to support us, if you want to read the stories about our clients, if you want to get involved, uh, if you want to get involved in the fight, you can go there to find out everything that you need. If the fight has been brought to you, mm -hmm. if the government's knocking on your door saying you cannot freely live out your faith, mm -hmm. 
You contact us at ADFlegal.org, and we're there to give you free legal help to defend your freedom. Praise God. All right, Greg, thanks so much, man, for being on the show yeah, today. Thanks, bro. Appreciate Thank it. You. Go to missionaware.com, guys. Get a delicious uh, Christian T-shirt with some awesome, <laughs> awesome old Christian dudes. Uh, and don't forget, go to reformcon.org. Sign up for our conference June 1st through 4th, and we will see you guys at apologiaradio.com. The conversation is going to continue at ApologiaRadio.com. That's where we're going to have our after show. We're going to have more content, more conversations, some really great stuff. You go over there to get it at ApologiaRadio.com by becoming all access. Go check it out.